1: Hey, everybody. Super, super welcome. Welcome. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. And yes, another day in paradise right here, Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show. Another day. Um, You know, one of the things that I think many of us that have been through any sort of healing journey Sometimes we call them a healing crisis. Sometimes we call them healing journey. Sometimes we just say, you know what? I'm really, really sick. And then there's a whole bunch of language in between that shows up for us. The question really is, what are we saying? What is the impact? What does it mean? And is there another possibility? And, you know, today... Dr. Glenna Rice and I are gonna tackle this. And the reason we're gonna tackle it is because, that's one of my favorite words, tackle, is because many of us have been down this road. And what I mean by been down this road, we've been down the road where our bodies just don't seem to wanna keep her going. Just don't wanna keep her going. And so the question really becomes why? And so guess what happens when we ask the question, are you choosing to live or what are you choosing? Dr. Glenna Rice joining me here today is she's one of the most sought after coaches, access consciousness, uh, access conscious facilitators on the planet. You've heard her on the show. We've tackled topics that range from money to life to wealth to success to how our bodies are doing or not doing, what we want in life, what we don't want in life, what the possibilities are. And then having said all that, when all is said and done, what are we really choosing? And so thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on because today we are getting ready to tackle, are you choosing to live? Uh, Dr. Glenn? it's great to have you here.
0: Oh, hey, Dr. Pat. Happy to be here. So much fun to have this chat every month, this conversation. Well, man,
1: that is a powerful question, isn't it? Are you
0: choosing to live?
1: Yeah.
0: It is. Yeah. And I don't know how many people ask that question or even look at that. As, um, I mean, we're all alive. It might be different mm-hmm. than living. You know, we're all here walking around the planet. Um, it's funny. I, I was looking at topics for this call, and this just kind of popped up. I kept hearing, you know, people being sick. My, I actually have my father here at my house dying, um, and and I had an uncle who just passed away recently. Um, so I think it's been kind of loud in my universe um, about mm. what this choosing to live is. But it's also a question um, about our bodies, about healing and dying and death and all these things that come up in so many different ways in the body classes I teach. You know, and I teach these classes probably 10... 12 times a year around the world somewhere and every single class is a conversation that comes up about choosing to live. And the things that we say all the time that are actually like our points of views that create this lack of living where we're just kind of alive and not creating much. We're just kind of here.
2: like the zombie mm-hmm.
0: And we have so many phrases um, in all languages. It's not just English. That's the one I know. Um, that contribute to this like we're telling our body all the time not to live to be sick to be tired and And if we can start changing that conversation that we have in our heads or out loud with people um we can our body doesn't have to keep creating that reality for us Mm -hmm. and you know to look at this from a different point of view because how often do we say oh my god i'm sick and tired of it i'm sick and tired of
2: yeah. You know, my job. I'm
0: sick and tired of my kids. I'm sick and tired of my life. And every time we say that, we're creating a definition of what that is into our reality, and our body has to kind of go along with it and create sick and tired for us. Um, with my kids, one of the easiest things that it's, I've it's been to change is when they've had cold or flu symptoms and just asking them, hmm, so what are you sick of? And having them look at what wasn't working in their day or their week you know, could be homework, and I, they got in with their brother and sister or something, and having to go, okay, so that didn't really work for you, but you don't have to be sick. You don't have to, to tell your body to be sick because this thing happened in your life that wasn't working. You can just know it doesn't work and change that from being honest with what's actually going on. Because every time you say I'm sick, your body has to figure out some way to create that energy for you. I mean, it, To me, it's almost like we will go out and find a virus somewhere in the universe that they're everywhere and just pull it in and create a cold so we can prove that we actually really are sick and tired of everything that's going on. What if there's a different possibility?
1: Yeah. You know what I love about this is that it's such a reflection of choice. I got to tell you, I'm a little fired up today and... I I love that we're talking about this because you and I, uh, we I, I don't know on air if we've gotten into the details of, of what our healing journey has been like, what it's like to be sick. You know, I woke up one day, really, Glenna, this is how it went. I yeah. woke up April 1st, 2004, and I went to Seattle with my friend, Bonnie Barnard. To deliver a workshop to a full room of people, uh, uh, live your greatest dreams. Actually, it was live your biggest dreams. And by the end of the day, April 1st, 2004, my right ankle had swollen up to the size of a very large grapefruit. Some people said it looked more like a soccer ball. Wow. Off we went. So, March 31st of 04, yeah, vision questing, climbing mountains, April 1st of 2004, not so much. And here we go. And what is it we tell ourselves? Everything from looking in a mirror and seeing a little bit of a little, what do they call them things? Crow's feet. That's what we call them, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Can you imagine we naming a part of our body a crow's foot?
0: Yeah. I got a
1: couple of those. One on each side. (laughs) But here we are. And it's funny about this because off we go. And, you know, we decide what we're going to do in life and what we're not based on this. But what have been some of the expressions that you've heard people say that aren't like about possibilities? You know, I have uh, got a few. What's your top three?
0: Do you have a top well, three? Yeah, pro- yeah, right off the top of yeah, um, <laughs> the top three off the top of my head. There's, I'm the ones I just said. I'm sick of this, or I'm sick and I'm sick and tired. Those things create that energy right away. The other is mm-hmm. anything you're saying about I'm old, I'm getting old. Or you think I'm getting old. You you know, to have another birthday, I'm getting old. It's funny. My parents are, you know, my mom, you're 76,
2: 77. And
0: um, my mom is living. She's alive. She hasn't skipped a beat, you could say. She loves to do gardening. She works in my yard. She weed whacked my hill the other day. She's amazing. She doesn't slow down. She's never slowed down. And I have never heard her once ever say I'm getting old. And it's never popped out of her mouth about anything that's happened. You know, she might look at her crow's feet. She's a redhead. so wrinkles are in her face. Um, she's always never liked that part. That But that I'm getting old or I'm slowing down because I'm old has never been part of her reality. But my dad started saying it in his 50s. I, I mean, I think he chose to actually start ending his life um, probably 10 years ago. And it's taken him a really long time because his body was pretty healthy and it still actually is. Um, wow. But he said, oh, I'm getting old, just getting old, you know, just getting a little bit old. These phrases came out of his mouth all the time, and I watched him start aging faster. You know, so how many times do we say that from the ages of like 40 on? Or I'm just getting into middle age. Whatever those, those things are, that we, and then the entire definition of what that is shows up in your reality, and you start creating from it. What if you eliminated that energy from your life? I'm getting old. What if your life mm-hmm. wasn't defined by that? Would it be different?
3: Mm-hmm. And if it
0: wasn't defined by being sick, would it be different? And yeah. yes, healing journeys. I mean yeah. it's
3: not
0: it's, it's definitely not that I'm saying that these things aren't being created, that we don't people don't create or have these this disease or diseases. They're, they're totally real creations in the body But they start they started at some point from some kind of a point of view that you had, usually. I mean, the people that at least come to see me, I, we can usually ask questions to see what was the creation of that. And when you see that you are the creator of everything in your life, even the most awful diseases, you know, these things in our bodies, then you can change them. And I know your story, Dr. Pat. I've heard you talk about it. You change yeah. something that's really not considered changeable in this reality. But yeah. everything is changeable if we know that we are the creators of it. Kind of tough sometimes to be really honest enough with yourself to what it is. Your point of view that you created, because saying I'm getting older, I don't want to live, isn't something we usually want to admit we're actually creating in this reality. It doesn't sound very good to say, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to get old. Well, most of us want to say we don't want to get old, which is almost creating the same thing. So, just, you know, to look at how you're what, what you're thinking and saying and being in your point of view creates your reality. And if something isn't working for you, you can change it, even with our bodies. For me, bodies are easy. So for a of people, they are, but because I've worked with bodies for a long time and I've worked with thousands of them and I've seen so many different things go away and change. Bodies for me, changing them is easier than changing things in people, or at least things in my life sometimes. Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, here it is. You, you know, I'm very fortunate uh, to, for a couple reasons, I must have had some early influence in life, you know, and and I know that I have. You know, both my birth mom and my stepmom, you know, both of them um, were extremely upbeat, you know, lived in the world of possibilities, right, Um, in so many ways. And, you know, my stepmom in particular uh, was more like if you ever said to her, can't or you won't or anything, if you ever said anything even remotely sounding like that, That would be enough to just get her all fired up. Yeah, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, what about our point of view creates our reality? And do we actually believe? Here's the question, and we're going to take your calls today because we absolutely want to help. You know, do you believe that your point of view can create a destiny, either want it, or unwanted. Yes, that. Let's take a short break. We come back. Dr. Glenna Rice is in the house. Are you choosing to live? What does that mean? Choosing to live allows your body to heal. What lies are we using that would keep our bodies from the greatness of living? And I'm telling you, Even the little teeny weeny, teeny weeny lies. The key is lies. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back.
0: Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we, Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter. For more information about Living Lighter, visit www.livinglighter.org.
1: Tune in to the hit show, Raging Skillet Radio, mouthing off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts and go to the to find out more and let chef rossi know what's on your mind
4: are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat at
3: spirit fire meditative retreat center cultivating consciousness is what we do best our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being we lead from the heart and create space for the mind Freshly prepared meals, designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This
1: is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com.
3: Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89, designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough, separate from source. You're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression, all the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to CorneliaStephanie.com evolve become a practitioner we need to heal integrate and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true authentic nature
1: hey everybody welcome back hey listen this is a live call-in show today also if you go to transformation talk radio you're going to be able to put your information and ask questions. And for those of you that did that yesterday, I so apologize, um, especially for, um, you know, those of you out there that uh, Julie typed in that message in. Thank you for doing that. You can go to the Dr. Pat Show or Transformation Talk Radio. And if you cannot call in uh, today to get some help, to get some clearing, uh, you can go there, type in your question, and we'll we'll get your question answered on air. But if you do, if you really would like to call in and find out what's possible, maybe get some help on how to change your point of view about whatever is going on in your body, please give us a call, uh, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819, and Benny will gladly, gladly, I said, pick up that phone, say hi to you and get you in here. Um, Dr. Glenn, before we get back to that, I, I know that you do body work all over the world, right? You're also premiering a new class. Tell us about the new class and tell us about where you're going to be doing it. Uh,
0: body work that I've been doing for years in yeah. my
1: practice
0: and, um, and, it's all, and, and all the years I've been working with Access Consciousness and Way Gary, Douglas, and Dr. Dane here, the founders of Access, look at bodies and have shown me a totally different way to look at bodies and how they create and how they change. Um, and this fabulous body work that, I, that, that works with the fascial system of the body. So I, I put all of this together, and I was teaching a class that was very similar, SC for Bodies for the last three years was wildly popular. Um, and I'm kind of breaking out and doing doing a, a class that's going to be three days instead of two and have more of what I know. Um, in, and I've like got this new freedom that's opened up to show possibilities to people. So people can be empowered to know what they know about bodies, access their abilities and talents, and to know how to work with energy and manual therapy um, mm. together. And the, the feedback I've gotten from the classes that I have taught is there's people that are actually have practices now started in, Countries in Europe, based on just two-day class I was teaching. So I'm creating it greater and bringing it to the world. And the first class is going to be in Mexico City, and I am so excited about what this is. I, I like it's it's just bubbling all the time. Someone said it feels like champagne bubbles in the ocean. Whatever this is, wow, well, <laughs> probably describes it. Those are about the best definitions I've heard because I can't really define what it is because so much of it is what the class wants to know and where they are working with the class. And you don't need anybody. Experience, any experience working, bodies don't have to have a degree in anything to come to this class. There's no prerequisite. Yeah. So if you like Mexico City, which I actually yeah. quite, I, I really have enjoyed the times I've gone to Mexico City. Um, the area is usually, usually really quite beautiful that we have the classes in. It. And it's easy enough to get to if you're in the States and other places. Yeah. The so Mexico City yeah. in July, 27th, yeah. 27th, 27th.
1: I have a friend there and I agree with you. But the thing that I want to say about this is, and we're going to talk about this today, you know, for the remainder of the show. And that is that there is a lesson that, well, there are many lessons that I learned along the way. And that's what today's show is about. You know, it's one of the things that if there's anything we want to say to folks today, it's one do we even know what our point of view is? Are we conscious? Are we aware of what, what, what is going on? How are we framing things in our lives about ourselves, uh, about aging, about how we feel about our bodies? Um, and what do we do about the judgment that not only that we have, Glenna, but that the family, the friends, the people around us may have? Um, people ask me, Glenna, they say, why was it, Pat, you really didn't talk about what was going on with you? You didn't talk about it on air, and you certainly didn't talk about it even with your closest friends. You know, uh, Of course, Linda knew. Of course, my partner at the time knew, but uh, Dr. Darvish, Dr. Ronnie, the people that I was really close with, and they asked me that question, right? Uh, About it. Um, And and, uh, the thing that I, I say is that, first of all, I didn't know how to talk about it. But secondly, you know, the people that I did share it with, man, what they had to say about it completely depressed me. And I I, want to talk with you about that. You know, Mm -hmm. I did what I needed to do to practice the art of healing that I was learning at the time. What do you think about that, Glenna?
0: Um, Well, you were just talking about do we know what the point of view is that creates it? And I would say most of the time we do not cognitively know that. It's not something that, you're not even really taught anywhere that I know to look at what underlying points of you have, and they're not always yours. They don't always belong to you. In fact, most of the time they belong to other people. So when you you're, when you're talking to other people about something that's going on, and the people have any judgments in their world about it or any points of view, they will. I mean, they're not going to find very many people that don't have a point of view about something. Um, then those you can pick up those too, and now you have other things that aren't helping you create what I would call a space to see what you can actually do would be to change something. Because these other things come in and they lock it up. And just, you know, when I'm talking about, we had a little bit of a conversation about this on the break, when someone says, well, what'd you do to create that? Yeah. That is not the question I am talking about here. That is not what we're (laughs) looking. to. That that is something that will stick someone, if you even hint at that. Um, I mean, the patients I've worked with and the clients I have, some people I can never even ask this question of because I know if they can't receive that energy, they can't, they don't ever want to see they have anything to do with creating it. And that's okay. We can still create huge changes in what's going on with them, even without them ever acknowledging it. The ones that are willing create the greatest change. But it's never about a fault that you created it. It's something that you've chosen, and choice is only for 10 seconds. So when you can see what you chose, then you can change it. But until you can see that, and it's, it's not going to change. It's going to keep, well, it might change in increments that are small, but really great changes can happen when you see what it is, what the value is, and this is the insane things that are the value. This is not something that's like, oh, yeah, I created sick so I could be lazy for the rest of my life and be in pain. It's not that kind of a thing. It's these insane, like, oh, you watched a TV show when you were a kid and the person that was sick got ice cream and you went, oh, wow, if I'm sick, I get ice cream. And you chose this thing when you were three years old. They can be that weird. There's something valuable that you maybe don't remember, you don't have it cognitively in your head that you can pull out easily, but if Mm -hmm. you keep asking the questions and you're not looking for an answer, what was the value of creating this? It's a great question. Did you have anything to do with creating any of this? can be a softer way to ask it. And then they can go, huh. Well, and then you're looking for light and heavy. You're not looking for an explanation. The explanations are never what's going on. It's what's lighter or heavier. Did you have any part in creating any of this? Yes or no. And then if there's a lightness, you can ask questions from there. You've just opened up a door to create change and to unsolidify something that's locked into place. Whatever your symptoms are, the symptoms are just are just awarenesses your body's giving you to help you change it. If we can ask questions that aren't looking for specifics, we can unlock a lot of things. And it's different with everyone. So I can't give you a cookbook recipe on how to no. do that. Because everybody does this different.
1: No, it is different with everyone. and And then each of us really is responsible for looking at what we're going to do with the information we get. Now, I will tell you that when that person said that to me, it it took me a little bit of like uh, my own version of anger and ranting and raving, but the question stuck with me and I started to look at it. And of course, Dr. Darvish, uh, I've said this a million times, between Dr. Darvish, Dr. Ronnie, uh, and Dr. Stephen Thane, chiropractor uh, in Bellevue, between the three of those folks, right, Dr. Darvish especially, was the first I went to. I never heard diagnosis from her. And what I learned about healing is that there are layers, layers, and those layers are not just of the body. You know, they're emotional and they're spiritual as well. And part of the learning journey for me and the healing journey was in language, and what I was going to hold in my consciousness about this, right? I mean, even in 2008, when I was pretty much at my worst, you know, my uh, a partner of 14 years walked out. And this is the story of a lot of people with chronic illness, by the way. I'm actually going to be doing a show about it. Mm. Um, and, and, and literally shopping for wheelchairs, right? Wow. Even with that, somehow this radio show and the gift of it and the hundreds of thousands of dollars I spent for on airtime had very little to do about radio and a lot to do about consciousness, my own personal growth, and giving a gift back to people that I never thought in a million years would make any sense whatsoever in my life. But imagine me six months into this, right? You -hmm. think you're going to do a show. My show is called Crust Busting. And then all of a sudden, you decide, I got to figure out what's going on. Am I alone? How many other people in the world do this? And what's possible In the way of talk radio and storytelling like what you're doing today, what's really possible? What can we bring to the airwaves that doesn't exist? What can we do? And those questions and a few that you're going to help us with when we come back from break, help guide what it is that we are so passionate about today. And in the end, the best listeners on the planet showing up. When we come back, Glenn is going to help us understand if we have a perspective, if we're asking ourselves questions that are judgmental about ourselves, even about our weight. You know, everybody's like, oh, I got to take that 10 pounds off. Well, guess what? We've got a whole different swimsuit issue for you. Dr. Gletta Rice is in the house. I'm
4: Dr. Pat. We'll be right back. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404.
2: If you are one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit TheFearAndAnxietySolution.com. That's TheFearAndAnxietySolution.com. Or call 866 903 6463 that's 866903
4: mind tune in to lucid planet radio with Dr Kelly Ness this hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships renowned psychologist and author Dr Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests As you wake to the greatest version of yourself, learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information.
3: How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness
4: hi i'm mary jane mack i'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659 visit maryjanemack.com darcy pariso is your connection to spirit energy and healing you can meet darcy in person at upcoming events throughout seattle do you have questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit darcypariso.com slash events.
1: Yeah, hey everybody. Welcome back. But that what's that tune? That was kind of good.
3: That's a remix of Lean On. By wow major laser major laser and dj snake
1: that, that's what i love the dj snake yeah people are like really pat yeah no i do i benny and i go old school every once in a while but we're all pretty contemporary benny is like right on top of it um uh, Dr. Glenna Rice is in in the house. And you know what, she's right on top of it too. You know, many of you have heard me say this, but we have a lot of new listeners and I wanna welcome all of you, right? Um, I I didn't even know we were on like a network called Voice Republic, that is like a new thing. But what I wanna say is that it's never too late. You know, we can learn new things. I learned a ton from Dr. Glenna Rice, from Gary, from Dr. Dean, uh, all of it. And I didn't expect to learn it. See, because this thing called radio, uh, at the time when the mystery thing happened, April, April 1st of 04, the time the mystery thing happened, everybody was saying, Glenna, oh, you got to stop doing that. You got to just quit. You got to stop doing that. You got to figure out what's going on. You you really get, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing with the paying for the airtime and the radio? And what the heck is that crust busting thing anyway? Dr. Glenna Rice is in the house and we're going to talk about this. What is it that you find from within, as Glenna, you said before, that light feeling, feeling light and then once you choose to live, that's what we're talking about today. Once, you, once we choose to live, then what kinds of tools, and I say the word must, we learn to live in greatness. Dr. Glenna, please give out your website. I know folks are gonna to wanna to know, how do we find out more about her? How can she help me? Where are the classes? Please let's do that. And we're gonna go ahead and skip the breaks.
0: Cool. Yeah, Glenorice.com right now is my website. So there's a new one coming. So it'll be a com soon. I'm working on it this week. I'm very excited about a new website. But right now glenorice.com has all the stuff. And you can also go to accessconsciousness.com slash and find my class listings um, and all sorts of great stuff about access also if you're curious about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, are you choosing to live? That's yeah. a question to ask yourself. Truth, am I truth? Truth is a great thing to say before any question you ask, because you can't lie to yourself as much as if you <laughs> say truth. And other people can't lie to you. You can say it in your head or out loud. But so, truth: <laughs> Am I choosing to live? And then go yes or no, and see which is lighter. Be honest with yourself. I would say most of the people on the planet would get a no. They are not choosing to live. That is not what their choice actually is. They're choosing to just barely get through and exist. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and then. When you know that, when you get, oh, wow, oh, my gosh, I'm really not choosing to live. What would it be like to choose living? What would it be like if I chose a greatness of living? What would I create? What would it change if I chose to have a life where I was creating a greatness of living? If you were creating your reality, what would you choose? But until you can even see that you aren't or you are, it's really hard to ask the second question. This is where being brutally honest with yourself is uh, is the trick to a lot of this. Where do you have that weird stuff that you don't want to look at locked up It's actually creating that you can't actually see? And then what have you defined um, as living or life or aging or getting old or being sick? Because all of your definitions stop you from having something greater also. So you can just, we want to, you know, like on three, we can get rid of all of our definitions we have about getting old. And just on the count of three, We can get rid of every definition we've ever had about what it is to be old on three. One, two, three. Another one, one, two, three. And what it is to be sick. All of your definitions about being sick. Because we have hundreds of those. From the first time your mom put her hand on your forehead and said, oh, you feel warm. Or maybe you were just warm because you'd been running around the house. Or maybe you created yourself warm because you knew that was a way to get out of school but it had nothing to do with a sickness. So every definition you've ever had about sickness, do you want to let go of those on three? One, two, and three. That's my quicker pod statement because I don't want to explain that all on the show today. But if you guys want to know more about access, there's a really great clearing statement. You can go to the clearingstatement.com and look up. Um, and it's a greater way to create th- well, I don't know if it's greater. It's a different way.
1: It's a different well, way. it's a different way, but it's a way that, first of all, that I've used. It's a way that... Uh, We've shared on the show many, many times. And, you know, yet at the same time, you know, you and I are sitting here and, you know, when I think about what the language has been along the way for healing, uh, I'm really not a person that should actually be here, let alone be hitting a little white ball 40 miles an hour. So, (laughs) right? I I mean, when you think about it, you got to ask yourself the question, What changed? You know, what did I learn? First of all, I didn't give up the radio show. And I really do believe that that did save my life. Could you imagine like over 8,000 interviews, all positive talk, all uplifting? And some of the stories, Glenna, of people were gut-wrenching. But the one thing everybody had in common was that they believed in what you talk about, possibilities. Yeah, they chose something else. They chose
0: something greater. I've worked with a lot of chronic pain our, you know, patients and patients that have diseases that aren't supposed to change. And there is a place where there's a choice, where they choose to create something different. Like they never give up. It's like never giving up, never giving in, and never failing. You can never do those things. Never give up, never get in, give in, and never quit. And what you want to have is your reality. No matter how weird it gets, no matter how awful it gets, no matter how depressed you feel one day, if you have that energy, I'm never going to give up, never going to give in, and never going to quit on me. Everything mm-hmm. can change. It may take a second. you know. And sometimes it's. I've had people come to a three-day body class that had myofascial pain syndromes. They couldn't walk from her front door to her um, mailbox. A woman Mm -hmm. that hadn't been, you know, she had some surgery. She started getting chronic pain, diagnosed with, well, myofascial pain syndrome, fibromyalgia, all of these diagnoses, which are just, I have a bunch of pain in my body, diagnoses that isn't going away and no one can understand it, um, took the three-day body class, the Access three-day body class. And that day she walked around the block when she got home for the first time in like five or 10 years. She was, and and. Months later, she was having her life back. So it can change quickly also. What what do you know? What do you know and what does your body know that can contribute to just changing these things that aren't working for it?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And knowing what the creation could be, like where you chose it, where you chose to have this creation show up and being clear on what that is can be a huge gift. And you may never cognitively know. So people change things and they never knew what it was. They just were willing to have a different reality. And it's possible.
1: Right. I I think for me, it's easy for me to now look back and really do an analysis of myself. Um, I do know what helped contribute to what happened to me. I studied Glenna for eight years from 1994 Well, pretty much it started in 95. No, that's not true. It started in 94. And I studied the the thing that caused me emotional grief beyond anything I experienced in my life. And that is losing a job after 24 and a half years and, and the perceived betrayal that went along with that you know, including being accused of stealing from the company, which was a joke. And I went on to study the consequences of that, but now called broken promises for eight years. And Mm -hmm. so when 2001 came, right, I was also asked to do postdoctoral work. So right through to 2003, I was analyzing data. I was reading interview notes of people that have felt so crushed and I had no way to absorb this, handle it. And then okay. I got to look at my own life and the relationship I was in uh, and the perceived failure that I, that I had become, you know, of not being able to return back to corporate America. And right. I got to tell you, if people don't believe that that stuff accumulates and will bring you down, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we need to take a look at what we're creating in our lives, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing story, and it's amazing what you changed. And we're uh, just reading just going on the online to look at a disease or anything about a disease creates it greater. Because you Mm -hmm. often start creating what you're reading about. And if you were looking at that many stories of people that were going through horrible situations and not having a a, a way to know that that can affect your body, if you're not really clear that it's not yours. um, And you also, if you're a very kind person like you are, Dr. Pat, you can also (laughs) be trying to create changes and not even know you're creating the changes for people that are going through these things by just reading about it. But those changes aren't really creating an effect on them because they may not even be around anymore. Well, they may not be interested in the changes, but your body will still yeah. try to do those things and that mm-hmm. creates can create a dis-ease in your body. Um, to acknowledge that you have a body that can heal and it will just do that and then let it know, we can't heal these people body. Thank you so much for trying, but it's not gonna do anything. And we just continue to create our life the way we would like to without this stuff that's yeah. showing and that, that we do that often, and especially if you're like, I am in the healing professions, when you're working mm-hmm. with bodies all the time, or like on the radio show, you're talking with people that have stuff going on all the time. We have this ability that's just a, a part of what bodies have. It's a gift that we have that you cannot change. But if you're not aware that you have a body that heals, it will start healing or try to heal beings and bodies that can't that aren't interested or can't, or won't, mm-hmm. and you'll take that on. It'll start to get stuck in you, and your body will start creating from these things. It's, it's pretty easy to change it once you acknowledge it. You can't get rid of your body's ability to heal any more than you could take cut your arm off, <laughs> because it's part of what our bodies do. And it's not just people bodies. I've worked with dogs and horses that mm-hmm. have healing bodies. It, it's an incredible gift and ability. When the people are willing to receive it, That's the clarity you have to have is that your body does it and that not everyone can receive it. And just to acknowledge when they can't and ask your body not to anymore. Now it seems super simple. But those of you out there that are listening, that may have some of this going on being around people that are sick, that aren't changing it. Try that. Just talk to your body, ask it. um, Are you a healing body? If that feels like, say, okay, cool. What if we weren't, Could we stop healing the people that aren't interested in being healed right now? That can't receive this from us and thank your body. And then you can use that ability when people actually want to receive it, and it's quite phenomenal. In fact, you can make a living off of it like I did and make lots of yeah. money,
1: yeah, yeah. And you know, here's what I love about this. let's let's just talk about this for a minute because I know I know that there are uh, you know a, a couple of really important things I want folks to really take away from this. One is we have the choice every day, and we can change this. That's number one. We absolutely have the ability to change it. There's mm-hmm. no question at all. We have the ability to change it. We may not know it, but we do. Um, and, and I want to ask you this. Um, for me, I not only read about these people, I interviewed the people. And as a result of it, had 1,200 interview notes, pages typed yeah. of interview notes. And a lot of it went into my research. I was able to use it. And so what I discovered along the way was people had said, Glenna, and this is why your work is so important and powerful. What they had said to me is, no one has ever asked me to tell my story. I interviewed people that this thing happened to 10 years previously, and we cried together. And they yeah. said, nobody ever asked me about this. And I think that what we're saying today is we get to ask ourselves about what it is that's happening within us, right? You mm-hmm. know, what is it that is about the creation of living that we want to become more aware of? And then you, you have some things that we can share today to help people Start to make a move on,
0: yeah i I just want to ask you quite, like sure, Pat, um, what is so right about your body that you're not getting i mean I, you've told the story differently today with me, um, and I'm seeing the energy differently. Mm-hmm. But what was so right about your body back then and what it was creating? You've never acknowledged?
1: My body never failed me at all, yeah. In continuing my vision and my passion, no matter how much pain I was in, no matter what was going on in my life, I never missed a beat with this radio show. As a matter of fact, I never missed a radio show because of something going on in my body ever. That's pretty powerful. Yeah.
0: And it's a pretty amazing body that you have that it was able to mm. um, heal from that, create it and heal from it. Both of our very potent energies. Mm. The dis ease wow. we create is a potency, and usually some talents and abilities were are missing. Um, and then to change it is a potency. So to just like to acknowledge that you have a body that created all of that, changed all that, and is creating with you on this planet in miraculous ways.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, part of it wasn't just about the radio because, you know, you and I talk about radio and we talk about like, yeah, we're doing a call today and we're out there and we're doing podcasts. It was the creative energy that my body in its ability to to stop because I had to slow down. I was able to receive the creative juices of the universe, mm-hmm. not only as to what to create that we're creating now, but I was able to get out in the public and share the stage with some of the most incredible people. And I don't know that, that I would have allowed myself to do that, Glenna, If I was constantly searching for that big corporate job that I was supposed to get.
0: Oh, I am so glad you're not in corporate, Dr. Pat. (laughs) 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 I'll be grateful for that.
1: (laughs) Now I actually do go back to corporate, but I go back doing a whole lot of other work. Oh,
0: yeah. Now you're creating from a totally different... Exactly. possibility of change is corporate.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you and I go back and we're allowed to finger paint now as a workshop that we've been able to do before. Um,
0: awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: man. Glenna, thank you so much for today. I, I want to just ask you two things. One, how can people find out more about your work, about your upcoming energetic uh, manual therapy, those classes, the body classes you're doing? How can they be part of that? So let's start with that first.
0: Yeah, to find the classes, go to accessconsciousness.com slash Dr. Glenna Rice, and that'll get you to my my page on the Access site, and you can search through the whole site for all the wonderful things that are there. Um, and glennarice.com also. Um, and yeah, I've got a San Francisco three-day body class. And the, the body class has just been rewritten completely for those of you who are listening and have been to one before. Uh, it's got... 60 or 30 new processes that come from the advanced body class that only Gary Douglas used to teach or is teaching. So this class is now a new body class that I'm really excited. It'll be the first one I teach in San Francisco um, coming up Labor Day weekend.
2: Mm. So come,
0: come fly down and see me in San Francisco. How exciting is that?
1: It's very exciting. It's
0: it's beautiful, beautiful time of the year to be here.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, And then one last question what's the message? What would you like to leave us with? What would you like to share with us? What question may we ask ourselves now? You know, I love this
0: question that I'm asking more and more recently. And it's to wake up every morning and ask, who am I today? And what grand and glorious adventures am I going to have? Instead of, oh my gosh, I got to get up and go to work. What if you Posted that next to your bed or on your phone or something so you can ask, who am I today and what grand and glorious adventures am I going to have? What if your life was an adventure of living? Mm. And what if living is a choice you made every single day?
1: Wow. Dr. Glenna Rice, everyone, thank you so much for today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for all of the above. And the other thing I want to say in answering the question you asked me. Yeah, The mystery disease that I got is now long, no longer a mystery disease. And one of the reasons is because both Dr. Darvish and I, back in the day where it wasn't popular, where the government was looking to hunt us down, we decided we were not going to go silently in the night and we were going to fully explode, expose one of the greatest epidemics we're now faced with in the world today chronic Lyme disease. I started Lyme Global as a result of it. I'm creating a a video game and an app soon to be uh, uh, unleashed in crowdfunding, creating a way now to educate people. Lyme is first, cancer second. So my body gave me the gift of action. Wow. Change and creation. That's it. That's it. Dr. Glenna Rice, everybody, we're going to take a shorty. We'll be right back. And, you know, Glenna and I have yet to do a show about something we talked about months ago. I'm wondering if it will be our next show, everybody.
2: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.